That is one of the great songs from a marvelous musical called Spring Awakening, which has uh, such a fascinating story at its core. And this show is about to open at the University of Wisconsin Parkside with performances the next two weekends. And I'm glad that we can spend a few minutes talking about this terrific show with Rachel Schwartz, who is directing Parkside's production. Rachel Schwartz, we welcome you back to the morning show. Thank you for having me again, Greg. Glad we can have this conversation about a great show. Carthage did this a few years ago, and I had a couple of my own voice students uh, in the cast, so I made a special point of going, and I'm so glad I took in this show. It is really terrific. But it's also not Oklahoma. It's a, it's a, it's a show that really has a, a, an, an intriguing kind of complex story. Um, I wonder if you could just give our listeners a little bit of background about the origins of this show and, and a little bit about its story. Absolutely. So the piece uh, originates from uh, Franz Vatican's um, play written in the 1890s, um, which uh, was banned for, for many years and many different times throughout its uh, original history, um, then drafted in the early 2000s into a contemporary rock musical um, by Duncan Sheik, who many of us would know um, from <laughs> his 90s tune, Barely Breathing, um, as well as Stephen Sater. Um, the, the piece has some, some pretty big themes, as you were mentioning, um, in its discussion of, um, of teenage sexuality, um, in its discussions of queerness, um, major themes in mental health and resulting suicide. It's a, it's a, it's a heavy piece of theater um, that is supported by this brilliant and riveting rock score. Um, the much of the dialogue remains present from the 1890s play. Um, there was a clear effort in retaining so much of that storytelling when it was adapted. Um, but when we live in the internal lives of these characters, we then transition into this world of folk and punk rock that um that feels completely apropos for um for the internal life of these these teens um so that would be my quick pitch of the musical at this this mm -hmm. uh, bright and early morning <laughs> right i'm glad you touched on the fact that that this highly contemporary score somehow is fitting uh even even though the, the, the original story is not a contemporary story, but I suppose part of the point is that this story from well more than a century ago, uh, in a sense, feels contemporary, feels young because of the themes that it tackles and, and which, which it tackles so forthrightly, so openly. And, uh, and I, maybe that's one reason why it does not feel jarring in the least to have this modern-day music uh, accompanying this uh, older story. Absolutely. And as I um, prepped my students for the piece, um, most of them were very aware of the, the rock musical and you know, knew the tunes in it um, as they were prepping for their audition. But um, what they were completely floored by was the fact that, that it did have its 1890s origin. So it's fascinating to me that they felt more confident in it being a piece that was written now about the now um, and set in the 1890s, which it is, rather than it being a piece from the 1890s that has 
shockingly and alarmingly still relevant themes. Um, that response was so so fascinating to me in in how um, how viscerally my students felt that it was relevant and mm-hmm. necessary and now. Mm-hmm. Tell us, uh, although you've just given a hint as to maybe what your answer will be, but. Uh, Tell us about the choice to do this musical. First of all, was this a choice of yours, or is our, 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 is the repertoire for the theatrical season at Parkside chosen in some other way? How is it that, that Parkside is coming to do Spring Awakening here and now? Sure. So when we began our season selection, um, the piece was... Um, was, well, I'll get into to why it has become increasingly more relevant and, and hot topic at this moment. Um, but we were we were in search for a piece that was incredibly ensemble driven. I was looking for uh, a rock musical that had a mixed belt score. Um, I was looking for something that had equitable breakdown in in a multitude of characters that had an expandable ensemble. Um, that I could hire a small band for. Um, so there were so many qualifiers that I was looking for. And this was one of two pieces that checked all the boxes. And so I brought both of those pieces uh, to to my faculty and colleagues. And as soon as I said Spring Awakening, my colleagues went, absolutely. So that, <laughs> that was somewhat of the, the resolved process in that. Um, now, as soon as I selected this piece... Um, which uh, I, I, will, I will caution um, listeners that, that enjoy musical theater. As you said, it's, it's not your Oklahoma. Um, though, though I would counter, it's, it's, uh, as we think about the, the history of contemporary musicals and the edginess and the, you know, the, the hot topic issues that they discuss, um, that Rodgers and Hammerstein were doing no different when they made Carousel that talks about domestic violence, when they were portraying what is frontier justice in Oklahoma. So sometimes Oklahoma, we forget how edgy those pieces are. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, musical theater has, has, since its origination and since, you know, one of the first great big American musicals of Showboat has examined issues of our politics and law and our society and asked really potent and challenging questions. Um, and that's one of the things that really deeply draws me to the art form. Um, mm. So um, sure, it is no Oklahoma, but also it kind of is in that way. <laughs> right. um, in that <laughs> we ask those really challenging works. Um, um, so, you know, to, to address why it's become more hyper-relevant, um, regardless of one one's feelings or, or where one lies in the issues. Um, you know, this, this is a piece that does, um, does involve a topic of abortion that is, is discussed. And I, I know that that is a, a, deeply, a, a word that draws deep feelings for many, many folks. Um, so it, um, shortly after we announced our season, then, um, of course, the repeal of, of Ruby Wade occurred, and that made the the show all the more um, all the more pressing in this particular moment in time. Right. I want to play just a, a few moments from what is arguably the, the the best known song from the score, and that is "Mama Who Bore Me." I think it comes very early in the show, or at least I know this well because I've played it any number of times for various singers, and it's 
It's a hauntingly beautiful <laughs> piece. Uh, briefly, give us some sense of context. Who is singing this song and why? Sure. So the piece, um, if we're looking at the solo version, because immediately it follows with a with an all-women's ensemble uh, re- reprise, um, Zembla, who's the, the primary character, uh, the, the, one of the two protagonists of the piece, um, has been delivered the news that her, her older sister has become a, a mother for the second time um, that afternoon, and it is time for she and Zembla and her mom to go meet the, the baby, and she, she questions to her mom, of, I'm an aunt for the second time. And you can't imagine, I still believe in the stork. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, her mom is, is quick to, um, you know, to, to be over-reductive, to, to provide the, well, I'll tell you when you're older, response, um, which, you know, not to, to spoil later bits of the show, but it does have some, some pretty colossal consequences for Vendla of that, that ignorance, unfortunately. Um, so uh, this is her first expression of the knowledge that there is this, this larger world that she is entering as a, as a person without having the, the words, the vocabulary and all of that stuff to, to question it, to, to protect one's own self. So Here's that a, is a, yeah. <laughs> good. Here's a little bit of this wonderful song, A Mama Who Bore Me from the musical Spring Awakening. Just an amazing song in so many ways, and just one of a number of notable songs uh, in this musical. We are speaking Friday morning, right on the eve of your opening, and you and your cast and crew are ready to go? We are. We had our final dress rehearsal last evening. Um, And, you know, I I do want to take a moment, and while this piece is so heavy in some of its moments, it is also deeply hopeful 
and irreverent and fun in others. Um, but that driving driving rock score, um, which has been beautifully realized, um, not only by our music director and our our just <laughs> rock and band, um, but really supported by um, Jessica Baker, who is our lighting designer on this piece. She's outstanding and has really set up this rock concert atmosphere within the context of this story. Um, it's it's really um, the work that our, our, our MD and our choreographer and the entirety of the, the design and um, technical folks at UW Parkside um, and the guest artists that we've brought from outside um, to work on this piece have done, um, has been incredible. So I want to acknowledge that massive collaborative effort <laughs> that it's taken to get us here and, and how stunning it looks um, in, in all of that realized collaboration. Fantastic. If people are interested in attending Spring Awakening, what should they do? Um, they should go to uh, the Rita website um, where you can purchase tickets for all of our music and theatrical performances. There's some other great things happening uh, like our Parkside Range concert um, and wind ensemble and community band and choirs and jazz ensemble concerts coming up as well that folks may love to see. Um, so if they go to the Rita website, they'll be able to get tickets for all of those events, um, including our show, which I I do hope they come to see because it is a marvelous and insightful and beautiful moment of theater. Rachel Swartz from the theater faculty at the University of Wisconsin Parkside, director of this production of the musical Spring Awakening. Uh, Rachel Swartz, great to speak with you and best wishes to you and your cast and crew for Spring Awakening this weekend and the next weekend. We hope all goes well. Thank you so much, Greg. Greg.